Hello everybody and welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. I have a first time guest with me, it is Matt Johnson. Matt, we finally got you on the show. Very excited to be here, Alex. Yes, thank you so much for coming. Um, you're kind of a uh, kind of a recent but like avid listener, is that correct? Yes, I would say that the best part of my week is now listening to your podcast. Oh, it, uh, it helps get me through a long day at work and it... It helps my very opinionated self have something to chew on throughout the week. There you go. That's good. That's good. Have you um, found yourself comparing songs on the radio this move like now where it's just like every song you hear in the wild is just now compared to Smooth by Santana in your head? Well, I will say that it's not necessarily smooth, but it's the Smooth by Santana theme song oh. from your show that is constantly stuck in my head. <laughs> That makes me think that I need to go back and listen to a new episode. So I, I try not to compare the music to which I listen to Smooth by Santana just in case it comes on the show later. That's good. That's good. I don't want to, you know, jump the gun. But I'm glad the theme song makes you want to listen to the show because the plan is working. That was the whole point. You know, scientifically, we get it stuck in your head and then we got you, you know, and that's how we get our numbers up. I'm, I'm hooked. Thanks, Josh Ardwa. Yes. It was all Josh too, right? Was, <laughs> totally. <laughs> So Smooth by Santana, before you start listening to the show, what were your thoughts on the song? Were you familiar with it? Were you not familiar with it? I was I was familiar with it, but whenever I learned I was coming on the episode, I did have to go give it a listen with new eyes. And there's a lot to that song. It is, it is incredibly textured from the instrumentals to the vocals to the words and the meaning behind it and to its its chart success as well. I think that it's it's really the foundation of the music that we have today. And so I'm, yeah. I'm very glad to know that science with a capital S has put it right in the middle. So we got some work to do. We got eight songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. And you don't know these songs yet, do you? Mm, not That's the all. fun part, right? Because now you're like, oh, shoot. I'm like, what's, what's going to come at me? You know, will I get a country song? Am I going to get a jazz song? Am I going to get a proto-punk song? You don't know. So... Are you nervous? Does that make you nervous or is it more of an excited feeling about that? I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't tell if it's nerves or anticipation <laughs> or both. Because this is life-changing stuff here. You are going to be responsible for these songs, decision in history. You know, you are. So we're going to see how that plays out. No pressure. No pressure at all. That's why it's great being the host. The, no blood on my hands. I'm, I'm good to go. Because this one's like, why was that a forgetter? I'm like, yeah, don't blame me. Blame Matt Johnson. I didn't say anything. So just know I'm ready to throw you under the bus at any moment. Good. Good as you should be. <laughs> it's a part of the show. You have to be willing to be uh, blamed for such decisions. So with that said, are you ready to get started? I am. Well, I don't know if you heard, but in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With that, but my guest will listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the latter alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules. I read through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it's up to the guest to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guest will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guest will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but they're able to elaborate if they please by choosing a soft or hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard hollow if it's much more than Smooth by Santana, or a soft forget about it if it's slightly worse. 
This one will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions at manitahawan at outlook.com. You're a very avid emailer of manitahawan at outlook.com, so you need to tell these people, send in those emails. Please send in emails if you disagree with any opinions because it is hilarious to email back and forth with Alex about the people who come on the show and their opinions. Yes. Especially whenever you get the email from – you just got an email from one at Outlook.com. It adds, you know, it adds professional aspects to the Yes. Show. Even though I will agree with Gabby from last episode and say that uh, Outlook – is is not the preferred email. What is the preferred email then? I'm I'm a Gmail fan, so I don't know, man. I the, like Outlook. The calendar integration on Outlook is just not up to standards. I agree with that, but Outlook, the color scheme is just so pleasing. That's fair. I love the color scheme. So call me biased all you want, but um, <coughs> yeah, email me those opinions and song requests if you have them to me. It's a hot one at Outlook.com. That's all I got. It's time to begin this journey. So buckle up, because we start off with a hit. You know you know how it goes. I don't have to explain it, but I will, because you never know who's listening for the first time. Um, we begin in each episode with a hit, something that the people know, something that the people recognize. And this hit comes from 2013. It's a soul song, and it is All of Me by John Legend. your smart mouth drawing me in and you kicking me out you've got my head spinning no kidding i can't pin you down what's going on in that beautiful mind i'm on your magical mystery ride and i'm so dizzy don't know what hit me but i'll be all right my head Give your all to me, I give my all to you You're my end and my beginning Even when I lose, I'm winning Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you How many times do I have All right, that was song number one. That was All of Me by John Legend. The song was the third single released for Legend's fourth studio album, Love in the Future. The song reached the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, knocking off Pharrell Williams' Happy. So that was, uh, that was on there for a bit, if, you're, mm-hmm. if you remember that 2013 era <laughs> pop music. Um, the song also reached the number one spot in seven different countries, including Australia, the Netherlands, and Canada. The song is dedicated to Legend's wife, Chrissy Teigen, who met Legend during a film shoot for one of his music videos. So, huh. Cool little factoid. So, Matt, is it better than Spooked by Santana? 
Well, Alex, first, I appreciate the question. Yeah, yeah, you're so, going to be getting it a couple times. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have to lay down some criteria just by which I plan to judge all these songs, mm-hmm. right? So the exact middle point of all music is Smooth by Santana. Scientifically correct. Scientifically proven. And some of y'all may not know, but I plan to next year teach middle school science. So I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Mm. And with that, it's constantly comparing it to the mean and realizing like, okay, what's above, what's below. And in my mind, the main criteria that sticks out is passion and how that comes across in each song. Mm. And so passion in a hardcore metal song is different than passion in a piano accompanying a beautiful voice like this song. Correct. And so the first thing that stood out was the purity in the notes that he sings. I mean, he, he hits those high notes, he hits those low notes, and they come across crystal clear. It's like skipping a rock across a pond. <laughs> um, second, the line, uh, magical mystery ride, it just rolls off the tongue. I think, that's, I think that's really clever writing, and it's not necessarily alliteration, it's not consonance, it's not assonance, but it just it soothes the soul. I think Smooth by Santana does a great job with having such a varied accompaniment and that there are multiple different singers, that there's multiple instruments and they have instrument breaks and it stops and starts. But this song is just, I can see it in my head. I can see a spotlight on a piano. I can see John Legend singing and I can see the crowd holding their breath so that they can better hear the next note that this song really sets the stage and it communicates the emotion of, of love, that person that we all have in our lives, that person that it may be, it may be somebody, it may be a loved one, a family member. It may be like John Legend, his wife. It may be somebody that doesn't even know how you feel about them, but everybody has that person that whenever they hear this song, they just think, man, I, I relate to these lyrics on a spiritual level. And so all of that together for me, it's a hot one. And it's a hot one. We got a hot one. Start off with a hot one. Are you a John Legend fan? Do you listen to any of his other stuff regularly? I'm not a John Legend fan. This isn't really my kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that if it comes on the radio and I can't reach it, I won't change it. <laughs> but um, if, I, if I have it, I'll probably switch it over to 98.1. Okay. Okay. So uh, do you find yourself you know, in the mood for more like soul pop type music or you think that's a, it's a nice taste of it, but you know, you don't want the full meal. No, I, I don't want the full meal. I would, I would love to hear this song again next, just the piano cover on YouTube while I'm studying. Mm. Um, but I, I recognize a good thing when I hear it. Right. And this is, this is a good thing. And I recognize that if one of my friends like Navy Coggins were to cover this song on his Spotify, go check him out, Navy Coggins, then I would definitely listen to it. Okay, very cool. So we're gonna start things off with a hot one with John Legend. Very nice, very nice. We're gonna move on to song number two. Song number two comes from this year, 2022. It's a power pop song, and it is Fire Escape by Beach Bunny. Class flying through 
That was song number two. That was Fire Escape by Beach Bunny. Beach Bunny is a power pop and indie rock group from Chicago, Illinois. The group currently has four EPs and one full-length studio album titled Honeymoon. The song is a single from their upcoming second full-length album release titled Emotional Creature. So, Matt, is it better than this move by Santana? Very glad you asked. So, when I first heard the opening chords to this song... I was I was immediately struck by two bands that I've been listening to some recently, and it seems like a mixture between First to Eleven and Clario to me, hmm. which is a weird mixture if you think about it, but they really make it work. Um, when I closed my eyes and was listening to this song, I was immediately taken to, this song is going to be playing in the background of some teen coming-of-age movie while the 17-year-old protagonist is walking through the halls of no-name school in Central America, dodging the bullies and the people hitting the lockers <laughs> in the movie montage. And it just works, right? It just works. The The chords, the riffs all go together. The, the voice is sing-songy, but still rises above the instrumental background. This is a hard, hot one for me, and I look forward to listening to this album when it comes out. And it's a hot one. A hard, hot one. Okay, so, oof, what about it just strikes you as this is what makes it so much better than Smooth by Santana? Is there one element that you can, you know, pick apart, or is it just as a whole? The, the first thing that comes to mind is, upon my first listen to the song, I would add it to my playlist. Mm. So, that automatically makes it better than the middle point of all music. But second is that they're... I was talking about layers earlier, right? Onions have layers, songs have layers. And so... <laughs> ogres have layers. <laughs> ogres have layers, too. <laughs> and, and with this song, uh, I, I, come for the, I come for the guitar, and I stay for the voice, and I stay even longer for eventually figuring out the lyrics upon the seventh or eighth listen. And then I, I stay even longer for the other songs on the album, is that this is something that really hooked me and the reeling process has started. And pretty soon I expect to be going through a beach bunny phase and texting you about it, thanking you for having it on the show. <laughs> so I, I, cannot, I cannot recommend enough Fire Escape by Beach Bunny. Wow. So that, may, that could be the next big thing for you, huh? The next music phase is Beach Bunny and I guess their upcoming album, Emotional creature, which I don't know when it's releasing, but I guess soon if they have singles coming out, right? Yeah. Are you an emotional creature? Um, I definitely am a creature of some sort. Emotional, probably to yeah. some extent. I think we all are, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it really they know their audience, right? <laughs> they know that humans listen to their music, which is good. It's a good thing to know. <laughs> so we got a hard hot one. So we got two hot ones uh, for the first two songs. We're moving on to song number three. And we're going to change up the genres uh, a bit here. This is a hip-hop song. It comes from 2016. And it is Fake Love by Drake. Something ain't right when we 
talking Look like you hiding your problems Really you never was solid No you can't sum me You won't ever get to run me Just when shit look gotta reach I reach back like one three Like one three Yeah That's when they smile in my face Whole time they wanna take my place Whole time they wanna take my place Whole time they wanna take my place all right that was song number three that was fake love by drake the song was the lead single off of drake's mixtape titled more life the song reached number eight on the u.s billboard hot 100 chart and number one on the uk r&b chart Mm. the song is about drake's friends who he thinks only appreciates him for his success so matt is it better than smooth by santana Alex, that is the question of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to change either. Dang, you're right. So I got to start. Every, everybody knows this song. I can distinctly remember the times at high school dances whenever Drake would come on and everybody would be singing along. And it, it is a really good dance music, but they play it anyway. <laughs> and I, That's how it goes. I got to say, I, I have a lot of respect for what Drake has been able to do and how he sits courtside at every Toronto's Raptors game. Uh, this is this is not his best work. Um, they want to take my place. I think we got that after the first pre-chorus. <laughs> and the Drake, I looked up the lyrics to be sure, but Drake has two verses in this song. And in those two verses, he says it, it combined 15 lines and two of them are the same. And it's... Drake Drake is more talented than that, right? I said in my original criteria that I was going to look for the passion that comes across in music. This isn't my favorite genre. This isn't my favorite song ever. But people people like Lil Boosie, Lil Wayne, um, even some Kevin Gates songs, like they're able to talk about real problems, real issues in a real way that's authentic to them while also incorporating some genius lyrics in there. And this just is not it. So to me, this is a run-of-the-mill, forget about it. Run-of-the-mill, forget about it. Man, so would you consider yourself a Drake fan? I know you said, you know, you don't think he's really dance music, so you didn't like him at the dances. But, like, on your own listening to him, were you a fan or you consider him just another artist? When Drake's most recent album came out, I I would listen to him and just to check it out to familiarize myself with the songs because he has he has quite the cornucopia of music right <laughs> you never you never know what sweet treat you're gonna get whenever Drake releases a song and I will say I think I think his song with Big Frida with that that New Orleans flair to it I think that's I think that's a, a real bop and a half and that there's there's good stuff to come out of Drake. I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I have a lot of respect for what he's been able to do for the industry. Okay, very cool. So, are you uh, someone who kind of keeps an eye out for new Drake releases, or if you just hear, you know, word on the street's good, you're gonna you're gonna check it out. Uh, frankly, I don't need to keep an eye out because everyone <laughs> and their mama is going to post about it on their Instagram story. Same with Kanye. Those are the two rappers where it's just like, if there's a new release, the world shuts down and it's just, yeah, that's all you hear about. Yeah. So I, I don't have to go out of my way to find it. It will find me. Okay. Well, very cool. So we got to forget about it though. Forget about it. So we got two hot ones and one forget about it. Moving on to song number four. This song comes from 2019. It is an alternative pop song, and it is Stan Smith's by Cannon. Yeah, yeah. I swear every 
Everything I say got candor. You talking big, but I know you got no answers. I just put them on my back like Jansport. And I go and get the rent from the landlord. Damn, I'm in my face. It's a wave. Think you got a read on me? We ain't on the same page. You ain't going nowhere. Listening to lies. But these 21 hard 105. Sorry, not sorry, though. I'm in my authority mode. Hit me, be like, see, like, where you be? I be like, adios. Why you lead a party, though? Working on the audio. They can't even play me when they play me on the radio. Got light shining bright on me. Blind blind for my third eye. I don't see. Yeah, I'm going up like where Zion be. So all I know is you should probably swipe right on me. All that green do I Got me talking with my walking. I can read your mind. I'm gonna take you to the place you wanna be tonight. Oh, when we get done, when we go one step at a time, one step at a time. Yeah, I'll be taking off no bandit. Now I'm at the top and I'm stranded. I take it back like Stan Smith. I'ma take you back like Stan Smith. See it in a way that I'm standing. Looking at me, they don't understand this. I take it back like Stan Smith. I'ma take you back like Stan Smith. All right, that was song number four. That was a 2019 alternative pop song, Stan Smith's by Cannon. Cannon, also known by his full name, Cannon Few. So his first name is Cannon. Pretty neat. Uh, is a pop artist and singer-songwriter from South Carolina. Cannon has since moved to Boston to attend college, where he performs regularly in the area, as well as in New York City. So shout out, Cannon. So, Matt, is it better than Speak by Santana? This song really kept surprising me, I will say. So before we start, what college does he attend? Ooh, that's a good question. I could not find that. Research doesn't say. That's probably good for him. He's probably getting pretty famous. <laughs> uh, so, this, uh, so first, first thing that really came to mind was this guy just butchered the word answers to rhyme it with candor. I mean, that was horrible. And, and then he's, he pronounced radio ra di o. And I don't think that's an accent. I think that he just took the word and made it fit wherever he wanted. <laughs> um, and honestly, props to him for doing that. The manipulation of the English language means that you really understand it. I think Dr. Seuss is one of the best <laughs> authors of all time. He knows all the rules and he breaks them, right? Um, so at, at first, I, I thought this song was just going to be another run-of-the-mill, like, okay, they got a backbeat and they're going to say a bunch of words really quickly to where I can't hear them. But then I, I looked up who Stan Smith was, and for those of you who don't know, he's a famous tennis player from the 70s. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1994. Look at you with the facts. Uh, yeah, taking yeah. my job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this song, it really brought me back to listening to 2AM Club back in the day and listening to some of, the, some of these guys that are just throwing together, throwing together rhymes, getting together a really good beat, and, and throwing what they know to see what sticks at the wall, right? Um, I already said that it kept surprising me. I mean, it had it had parts where it was vocals over backbeat. It had parts where it was just, it sounded like acoustic guitar playing and him singing. And it gave me shades as well of um, St. <laughs> Paul and the Broken Bones. It was funky. It was lively. And I think that it it did just enough to my initial thought was that it would be underneath smooth by santana but it did just enough i think it's i think it's probably five or six songs into the hot one category so i'd say it's a hot one alex and it's a hot one mm, a hot one see whenever you start i wasn't expecting that you're not talking about him butchering uh, words and all that so but it, it grew on me right because once is a mistake twice is his style mm, that's a good way of putting it that's a good way of putting it so alternative pop I mean, you know, some of the weird, more experimental pop out there. Is that something you kind of 
dive into or is that something that you know you really don't listen to regularly you know as the song says hit or miss i guess i never miss huh <laughs> and this kind of music is really it's what i started listening to back in the gap so i started my first ever favorite band was passion pit and it doesn't get much more experimental than them um and so I'll, I'll dabble around and just put on random playlist on YouTube. And every once in a while, a song will, a song will surprise you, right? I said this about that Beach Bunny song is on the first listen. If I want to add it to my playlist, there's something there that's going to, that's going to start a connection that I'll keep going for a while. So I think that this song does it. And I'd be interested to check out some more canon and maybe hear a show if I'm in the North or South Carolina area. Mm, that makes sense. Um, but yeah. Being from South Carolina and going to Boston, which one would you rather go to school in, South Carolina or Boston? Oh, wow. I would, I think I'd choose to go to South Carolina over Boston. You know, keep it in the SEC uh, <laughs> if it was the University of South Carolina or uh, keep it somewhere with a beautiful coast. I'm, I'm very um, cold-blooded in terms uh, that I don't do well in cold weather, so I think Boston would be a little bit too much for me. Yeah, Boston can get pretty cold. So uh-huh. I understand. Too much that. brick. <laughs> Very old. They don't got their heating systems updated. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to song number five. So we got three hot ones and one forget about it to the halfway point of the episode. Song number five is from 1983. We're going pretty far back. Ooh. It's a new wave song. And it is Change by Tears for Fears. Song number five, that was a 1983 new wave song, Change, by Tears for Fears. For those who are not familiar with the group, Tears for Fears is a new wave group from Bath, England. The song itself was a single off the group's debut album titled The Hurting. The song reached number 73 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number four on the UK singles chart. So, Matt, is it better than Smooth by Santana? That's the question of the day, Alex. And <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and so I, I had two thoughts when I heard the opening instrumental. First was that I was listening to the intro to a CSI type show. Mm. And the second was that I couldn't get out of my head the image of Michael Scott playing the little Jamaican bowl. Oh, um, what? steel drum? Steel drum, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was hilarious. Um, 
well, I will say the song kept my foot tapping. The whole song, I was I was right along with it. You know, change. Yes, we're, we're really really nailing <laughs> you that. You can change, yeah. Um, and that and as with all of these songs from the eighties, it it brings back that nostalgia element, right? I remember the uh, era you never lived through, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I remember just being a young pup in Bath, England at that time. But oh, but, man, those are the days. But no, the the nostalgia element, insofar as listening in shotgun in my dad's truck, listening yeah. to Eagle ninety eight point one. Shout out Eagle ninety eight point one. And those classic rock songs that you grew up with that were foundational in saying like, okay, the music we have today is different in comparing it to that, right? And like, we're, we're not who our parents were, that we like some different kind of music, but there's still something to be said for the beauty of what they like. And that was something I kind of had to overcome in this song. And two is it had that weird chorus style where they just say the word. And it stands alone as a line, right? It was like what David Bowie did with Fame, but it didn't work as well. Because uh, I guess Fame just works better than Change, and and so it, it hurts me to say it, but I can't let I can't let some of the qualities that are good interfere with science on this one. Mm-hmm. And like this is this is just it's a forget about it. It's not mm-hmm. the hardest forget about it I've ever given, but it's just not not their best work. But it's, it sounds like a forget about it where on a different day, it's still going to be a forget about it. Yeah, yeah. You could you could find me in my dad's truck listening to this song and I'd say, man, this just isn't a good song compared to Smooth by Santana. <laughs> <laughs> so New Wave, though. Like you said you kind of were familiar with Tears for Fears a little bit based on their hits. Is this a genre that even though you don't listen to a lot, you're kind of fond of? Or is it just kind of more of a novelty of anything? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a novelty. Like I wouldn't go to a circus and expect to hear this, right? <laughs> but I think it has its place in music. I think they did they did a lot of foundational stuff, and people drew from that. And they said, okay, this works, this doesn't. This is something that we can incorporate, and this was like their song change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I don't go out of my way to listen to it unless it's Everybody Wants to Rule the World or it's in some old movie. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. So, it was number 73 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, but number 4 on the UK singles chart. What do you think about it? You know, it just resonates so well for the English people. Or you think it's just, that's where they're from, so it worked out? I, I think there are two possible answers here, and one's probably more likely than the other. <laughs> um, I think the first answer that's less likely is that they, they were constantly underneath gray skies and rain, and so they just <laughs> wanted the weather to change. And so it became it sort spoke of a, to them, yeah. It became a grassroots movement. Uh, <laughs> but the second answer is probably like, yeah, they're just they're just proud of their hometown boys, right? I mean, yeah. Twenty One Pilots is always going to be popular in Ohio, no matter what they release. Yeah, I got gotcha. you, hometown heroes. Very cool, but we got to forget about it. Tough. All right, that's all right. So we got two forget abouts now, and the rest are hot ones. We're going with song number six. We're getting close to the end. We're not there just it's yet. So We're sad. Close. But song number six is from 2013. It's a pop punk song, and it is Elevated by State Champs. Is if I was the wrong one You said it all in 
That was song number six. That was a 2013 pop punk track. That was elevated by State Champs. State Champs is a pop punk group from Albany, New York. The song was the lead track from the group's first full-length album titled The Finer Things. The album reached 132 on the Billboard Top 200 Ooh. chart and sold over 24,000 copies in the United States. The group currently has three studio albums and another releasing next month. So oh, wow. if you like that song, go check out their new album. Same with, uh, what was the first group? Uh, Beach Bunny? Beach Bunny, yeah. Same with Beach Bunny. The group has garnered notable success in the pop punk scene, including winning Best Breakthrough Artist at the 2016 Alternative Press Music Awards. That's big. That's a bit, ooh. That's like right under a Grammy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is. I mean, I guess everything's technically under a grave to mm. some extent, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, anywho, Matt, is it better than Sweet by Santana? Alex, I, I say this as a native Louisianan, mm. and I like my music to hit me like my first bite of a great jambalaya, right? That's a new one, but okay. I want, I want everything around me to go slightly dim. Because all of my energy and focus is on that great new flavor that's entered my system and completely reversed whatever else I thought was good <laughs> going on in the world. Right. And and this so this lead singer, I was talking about passion earlier, and that's been a common thread through these songs. This lead singer, I can see him I can see him leaning into the microphone, his eyes closed, his all being poured out through his vocals into this song. And the the drummer, like I can see hair flying, and and the the guitarist is just head down banging at it. I mean, this song would be a joy to see live, and they're able to convey that energy through the speaker. Um, I think that this, in, in another life, I like to tell my friends, I in another life I'm the drummer for a pop punk band, and, and that's if somebody says what's your dream job, I think it would be that. And so this song. This song is is great. I probably heard. I couldn't have told you the name of it before, but I think I've heard it once or twice. And it's this is a certifiable. Ah, it's a hard hot one. You burned yourself on it. I did. I would. Mm. I'd be more careful. <laughs> and it's a hot one. <laughs> oh wow! So certified, and this is this is probably one that's gonna make it to a playlist. Huh? As you said earlier, like you know, a song is legit when it makes it to a playlist. Yes, this, this song is going on my. Um, pop punk playlist that I'm going to listen to with the windows down as I drive down river road summer. I mean, summer's coming up. That is the summer genre. That is the summer genre. And that's the summer genre because it can't be contained, right? Ooh. It's not something, mm. it's not something that you listen to, you know, in a wood cabin Tell somewhere. Preach it louder. It's something that whenever you open the windows, you got to open the door because otherwise your eardrums are going to go out. Mm-hmm. Pop punk just does that, man. You know, mm. it's rebellious, but not too rebellious. You know, we're here to have fun. Yeah, oh, I, I love following the rules. I also love <laughs> listening to my music just too loud. <laughs> but if someone asked me to turn it lower, I absolutely would, because I, I don't want to disrespect anybody. Yeah, uh, of course. You also got to be chivalrous. <laughs> so, um, do you think their win um, at the 2016 Alternative Press Music Award for Best Breakthrough Artist was warranted? I, I would have to look at the field. <laughs> All right, just to make sure. But uh, one episode you were talking about how Macklemore won Breakthrough Artist over like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah, Best like, Rap Artist or Album or something like that. Over, yeah. It was like Kendrick and Jay-Z and like it yeah. was just like um, how. So that's a completely different scenario, I feel like, than this. This this sounds warranted. I, I believe you said 24,000 copies sold. 24,000. That's huge. That's a lot more copies than I've sold of anything. That's the same. I had an album once. 
I don't know if I ever told the story. I had a, a Christmas album I recorded with my friends. It was horrible, but it was, it was it was supposed to be kind of bad. And we sold it at our high school for charity. It was like two dollars a copy, and we sold. I believe we sold a hundred copies. Wow! But everyone came back like, "Oh yeah, that was bad." And I'm like, "Wow, yeah." But I, just, I t- still a hundred copies. What are the odds you put one of those songs? On is it better than Smooth by Santana? Ooh, I guess technically I could. I know what the answer is going to be <laughs> in regards to Smooth by Santana. But you can actually find it on SoundCloud if you want. The group is called Speakers of the Soul. And the album is called A Very Soulful Christmas. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, I have a new request for you. And it's Speakers <laughs> of the Soul. From their album, Fairy Soulful Christmas, we yeah. were going to have a second album, and it was going to be called And a Mellow New Year, but that didn't happen. Tough. Mm-hmm. You know, you hate, you know, everyone hated when the Beatles broke up, you know, they oh. hated, I mean, Daft Punk broke up recently, I mean, it's just Speakers of the Soul, I mean, it's just everyone, it's just, no one's safe. Did y'all have a great breakup video like Daft Punk did? <laughs> no, I think... We, to be honest, our group literally existed for a joke. If I'm going completely honest, I don't know if anyone cares about the story. But my friend formed the group, and they were called um, Interracial Mellows. And they thought they were the next big thing. And we're like, well, we're better than them. Like, just they're friends who never made music. Like, I think we're better than them. Maybe we should just, like, make a competitor band to them as a joke. And if we got more popular... And we sold, like, you know, those albums or whatever. And, like, we kind of succeeded at our job. And then when the original band that we were competing against, like, ended, we're like, well, I guess we don't have a reason to be around anymore. And then we just stopped doing things. And that was the end of that. I can see that being a great plot for a Disney Channel original movie. Mm, I think so. But the ending isn't really as climactic as people think. Because no one ends a movie, like, and then they got bored. And they stop, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a Coen Brothers film, yeah, they don't really end like that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's always like, hey, you guys want to do this anymore? No, not really. Like, okay. <laughs> but uh, rest in peace, speakers of the soul. Mm, shout out. Yeah, and uh, their their album and a very soulful Christmas. <laughs> We're moving on to song number seven, mm. and I think you know how song number seven works. There's a theme to it. There's always a theme. There's What's the theme? Well. There's a lot of different themes that it could be. But the thing that we're going with today is we're going to celebrate the holiday that uh, it's going to be released on. And did you know, this episode's going to be released on Earth Day. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy Earth birthday, Day. Earth. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the Earth's birthday. Uh, so we, we celebrate it. We celebrate it every April. Uh, we throw it a party. We have a good time. But, um... You know, you know, Earth, it's so, it's so humble, guys, you don't have to. No, mm-hmm. you're getting your own day. Dang it. Yeah. We're going to celebrate you. I can't wait to wear my greens and blues. Oh, yeah. That, as you do. And you watch um, Captain Planet mm. and um, you sing Earth's favorite songs. You know, it's a big Frank Ocean fan. So. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, oceans and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to celebrate Earth Day. You know, people, you know, Earth Day is a lot about watching out for the environment. Mm. Maybe picking up an extra piece of trash you find on your daily walk. Maybe, maybe not litter if you're an avid litterer, Mm. you know, maybe you take a day off from that. (laughs) So (laughs) for song number seven, we're going to celebrate protecting the environment 
And what better way to protect the environment than listen to a 1990s country song about protecting the environment? So here's a 1990 country song by the band Alabama titled Pass It Down. Mm. Like the water from our sink, they say it's not safe to drink. You gotta go and buy it at the store. Now we're told there's a hole in the old zone. Look what's washing on the beach. And Lord, I believe from the heavens to the seas, we're bringing Mother Nature to her knees. So let's leave some blue. Up above us, let's leave some green on the ground. It's only ours to borrow. Let's save some for tomorrow. Leave it and pass it on down. Well, that's a change taking place way on the mountain. All right. Uh, for song number seven, that was Pass It Down by Alabama to celebrate Earth Day. So if you haven't thanked the Earth yet, now's your time to do so. Alabama is a country band from Fort Payne, Alabama. So at least they are authentic to their name, right? Ooh, I mean, could you yeah. imagine if they're from North Dakota? Embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. Weird. The group formed in 1969 and released a total of 26 studio albums. And 34 songs from those 26 albums have reached number one on the Billboard country chart. Wow. So that's averaging over, that's like what, 1.3 number one hits per album. Wow. That's pretty dang good. That's pretty fine. <laughs> the song itself is a title track for their 13th studio album. So right at the middle there, we, that's the exact midpoint of all Alabama music. <laughs> <laughs> It reached number three on the Billboard Country singles chart. The album itself also reached number three on the Billboard Country albums chart. So this is just a weird, just Alabama record in general. And as you can tell, the song is about protecting the environment, which what we're kind of going for with yeah. this song. Yeah. There's not many songs out there that are explicitly, hey, let's take care of the environment. There's one song by the band, Yes, but it's just about saving whales. And that's like, yeah, I get it, but like, we need to be broader. We need yeah. to be bigger yeah. than just the whales. The environment's more than just the whales. Exactly. It's a good place to start. <laughs> so, Matt, is it better than Superfly Santana? <laughs> uh, well, Alex, I hate to answer your question with another question. Oh, but gosh. I'll try my best. Unironically, what what possessed them to make this song? And, and that's a serious question. I didn't know if there was some sort of sponsorship or if they, if they just discovered in their touring that the earth was, was really in dire straits. Um, Probably the second they left Alabama, they're like, oh my gosh, have you been to Pittsburgh? Have you seen the water there? Dang. We gotta do something. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, it's funny that this song is on here because I came from Foley, Alabama this weekend where mm. I was celebrating Easter with some family and we drove right by Fort Payne. And it's, I mean, it's a beautiful country down there. They actually have an Alabama band museum in Fort Payne. Oh, did they really? They should have stopped. Wow, next time, next stopped. time I'll have to stop. Um, this, so this song, back to the music, had, it had every element of a solid country song except the lyrics. So it's, 
it's it was kind of weird to listen to because I'm like, okay, I'm foot tapping an Alabama song, <laughs> and and I'm I'm reading some like Captain Planet thing on the school <laughs> hallway. Um, the line of how we gonna breathe without them trees <laughs> really really I think sums it up um, and, and he put it eloquently I mean he's right science is all about fact and we can't breathe without trees and environmental science is like the second most important science over music science I, I'd say it's up, I, I'd put environmental science right next to chemistry and yeah. then um, astrology <laughs> um <laughs> Yes. That's not a dig at any of those. I think they're all very important. There's, a, there's another line. So, so there were some positives in this song, right? So there's another line that said, there's a place where I live called the Canyon. And somebody else echoes back, Canyon. And I thought that was really smart, right? Because if you yell in a Canyon, it echoes. That is, I actually didn't catch that. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, it's pretty witty. Um, and just in case you weren't convicted about your part in destroying the environment, they added a children's chorus in there near the end. So... Uh, if you weren't thinking about the children, we're going to make you think about them because they're singing right along with Alabama. You know what's crazy? Those kids are probably almost 40 now. Wow. I hope they're. I hope the environment is somewhat better thanks to Alabama for their... Those, yeah. Dang, they have kids now. Crazy. That's... That's pretty wild. And, and so, look, it sounds like I'm railing on the song, but in reality, I think it's, I think it's good that people are using their platform to talk about important issues. Right? And you see that more today. And whenever this song came out, I'm sure that was, they were pretty early on in their time uh, of doing so. But look, in, in terms of being better than Smooth by Santana, this just isn't it. This is, man, it's, it's, I forget about it. And a solid forget about it? It's a solid forget about it. I, I want to like it, and I do, but I would just never choose to listen to this song. It's Alabama, when it comes to artists, talking about like issues like this what artists would you be like no i don't even want to hear it from you is alabama on that list <laughs> like some bands you expect like okay like as i talk about yes yes it's kind of you know more of a hippie influenced 70s rocker i get it i'm like okay yes i understand where you come from you're authentic with it but there's some bands you're like no like like I feel like Kanye, I probably wouldn't listen oh, if Kanye said something. I was about to say if Lil Wayne came out with a song about protecting the environment, it would probably be fire. First off, and second, <laughs> I would be so confused. It just wouldn't make sense. Um, but like, you almost you almost want to give it to him and be like, you know what? You you know your audience is not expecting this, nor probably wants to hear it. Like you cannot tell me Alabama fans are like yes, that's what we were hoping for. I I would be amazed if they ever played this at a concert. I, I would I would be amazed. I don't think that it would get a very glowing reception, but I also was proven wrong. I mean, if it's number three on the country singles chart, it obviously, some people listen to it unironically. You know what's crazy, though? Number three is almost a failure to them because they have 34 number one country hits. Man. They could literally have a whole set list of just number one songs. They would probably have to take some number one songs out to make... The That's time wild. Limit. That's insane. So. Yeah, they're, they're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what <laughs> sticks. I mean, they're they're producing bangers. So yeah, Alabama. They probably forgot about the song. Like, oh, number three. Yeah, whatever. Like, we got we got number ones to write. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's not a bad song. It just doesn't do it for me in terms of being better than Smooth by Santana. Mm, I gotcha. You think Carlos Santana could write a good environmentally friendly song? I'd be surprised if he hasn't already. That's true. I, I don't claim to know all of Carlos Santana's discography. Neither do I. Neither do I. I just know that he's a 
Heck of a guitar player. <laughs> That's saying it lightly. And probably a safe driver, too. I would think so. I feel like I talked about that in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone knows this show better than me. Because <laughs> they'll make references like, that kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> we got one more song left. Man. Can you believe this journey is all the way, um, you know, at its end? You can say we're at the end of the road. And that's a reference because song number eight is a hit. We begin in, in each episode with a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. We start things off with a John Legend song. We're going to end things with a 1992 R&B hit. And it is End of the Road by Boys to Men. song number eight the final song of the episode that was end of the road by boys to men the song was written for the soundtrack for the 1992 romantic comedy film boomerang which starred eddie murphy get a load of this the song reached number one on the billboard hot 100 chart where it stayed for a record-breaking 13 weeks wow at the time the longest time a song has ever spent at the top of the billboard chart 13 weeks and then the song was that record was broken um, a year later by Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You, which is like, you know what? Like, you can't, things can't last forever. And like, that's a song. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I bet they were even like, okay. Like, yeah, we get it. Uh, the song won two Grammy Awards at that year's ceremony and is ranked as the 55th most successful charting song on the Billboard Hot 100 all time chart, which is quite impressive. It's high praise. Yeah, absolutely. So, Matt, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Well, I thank you, Alex, for asking me this question. <laughs> so, so opening opening a song with with a really deep voice talking about how much they love somebody and being together is it's that's Conway Twitty esque. Because remember when Conway yeah. Twitty was like, "Oh, darling, 
I'm yeah, so it, sorry I forgot your birthday. <laughs> that's a funny one. But it, look, it, it's a bold choice, but if you're going to go, go all the way. And there are a couple stylistic choices in this song that could have could have gone quite awry, but they all coalesce together to make this hit. And 13 weeks on the Billboard is is outrageous. I mean, I have zero weeks up there. I know, and I think most people do as well. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I didn't I didn't recognize this song. It was a little bit in that in that kind of gray area in between the nostalgia and the music that mm-hmm. I started um, to like whenever I was growing up. But once it got to the chorus, it was like, okay, this this unlocked that place in my mind. You that, remembered it, yeah. That this song occupies. And, man, there's just something about whenever it gets to the middle of the song and the the singers, the backup singers are singing the chorus. And then the guy, I can just picture him now. He's like, he has a fist. He's just squeezing <laughs> it to his chest and he's singing over them. And Doing the riffs and all that. Oh yeah. my gosh, man, that just that makes you melt. And I don't even I don't even know what he's talking about. Being in love with somebody, I guess. Um, my my initial instinct was to compare it to uh, a song by Nelly, and then I thought to myself, man, Nelly, no way. Like this, Nelly. You talking about practice? You talking about practice? Yeah. Nelly Nelly probably looked at these guys and said, I want to be like them. And this song has the staying power to to be a hit in its own time and to be a hit in today's time. I think that I think that it's a really great thing to finish out an episode with a hot one. And it's a hot one. Mm. And that's a solid hot one. It sounds like it's it's a it's like a, a solid hot one. I wouldn't say it's the hottest hot one I've ever heard. I'm just not the biggest fan of this genre, but yeah. I can I can recognize a good thing when I hear it, and this is it. So those two Grammy awards were earned. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they must be men now because they they earned it. Mm. 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 But granted, they've probably been men for a while. <laughs> if there yeah. were boys in the nineties. <laughs> Yeah, they've probably been. They're probably adults before I was born. So what am I saying? <laughs> well, we ended things on a hot one. Um, how do you feel? We're done with the episode. We got all the songs out the way. Are you proud of your decisions? Do you feel like mm, I probably could have been better in some regards than others? Uh, what do you think? I think that for the first time on your show of the episodes I've heard, this is a perfect episode. I think that everything is backed up. I think that science would agree with me here. Mm. And I think that if you have anything that you want to discuss, you can email Alex and he will get it to me and I'll be happy to discuss it with you. <laughs> so, are you calling out people? It sounds like you're kind of saying uh, people in the past haven't been doing that great of a job with the scientific research. No, I'm saying it's hard. I'm saying it's incredibly difficult to put your own biases to the side, to put aside nostalgia and to focus on just the, the clean, sanitary environment of the podcast recording studio. And to say, like, look, this song and Smooth by Santana are the only things in my life right now. Which is better? Interesting. Yeah. I guess you can you can sleep at night knowing you did a good job. Uh, yes. Right. Song to comparison to Smooth by Santana. So I got three questions for you. I ask the same three questions to every guest who come on the show. And uh, the first one is, what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on the rotation? Yeah, so currently I'm, I'm kind of alternating between three different playlists. Uh, the first is Clario, and especially her song Bags and that whole album, I just think is, is really great. Uh, my Spotify mid-2000s mix, some, <laughs> some Dawes with Jimmy Eat World, Reliant K, and Eric Church peppered oh, in there. Gosh. It's, a, it's an eclectic mix. But Was it's, that elementary uh, school for you? Oh, uh, 
I wish, but instead, <laughs> it's just all music that I've gotten into recently. Ah, yes. And uh, and then actually, your top ten unknown yet rad pop punk bands playlist is is really getting me through the week, man. You it's, dig it? Yeah, there's some really good ones on there. I look forward Thank to you. exploring it some more. Thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of that playlist. I'm glad you one only found. It. I'm surprised you found it, but I'm glad you've been enjoying it. And um, second question is, uh, any song or artist recommendations you have for the audience? Yeah, so I got I got four good ones for y'all. Go so first off is you got to listen to Brand New. Some of their stuff is pretty dark, but they're they're kind of I'd say they're a pop punk band with some just incredible lyrics, and they can put together a song like no other. I'd I'd start listening, start listening to their album Deja Entendu, and stay for their their other stuff. Um, second is Trampled by Turtles. If you haven't mm. listened and you like instrumental bluegrass solos. And they've been featured on the show too. Yes, yes, they've been featured on the show. And their song Wait So Long is something that I want injected into my veins. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so good. Um, also featured on the show, Jason Isbell in mm. either his solo yes. stuff or with the 400 unit or with Drive By Truckers. Uh, shout out Taylor Goss. I mean, he can make you rock, he can make you cry, he can make you do both in the same song. <laughs> Uh, and lastly is this one, and I recommend it for you, is Houston Calls. Mm. They're an early 2000s pop punk band that disbanded after, I think, two studio albums. But they have, they have some great ones. Start with Oaks on Prince Street or Nagoya, man. They got, they got some great albums. Very cool. Very cool. Guys. Definitely go check those out. Um, and finally, is there anyone who will give a shout out to outside the realm of music? Yeah, um, another four. Just uh, so best friends, Go Ducks, and particularly Navy Coggins, who got baptized this past Sunday. So very well, neat. Very congratulations, neat. Navy. Um, all the friends LSU's given me this semester. So Stephanie, Tanner, Dr. Leonick, my organic chemistry professor. Yeah, he'll be listening. Shout out, y'all. <laughs> I, I don't think she'll listen, but if she does, I really enjoy your class. Um, shout out my family: uh, Kim, Glenn, Katie, Allie, Cooper, Max, JB, B, Gunner, Amelia, Natalie, James Hampton. Pretty big family, but we keep it close to. Chest. Are you gonna send this episode to all of them? I will, and I expect y'all to listen all the way to the end. Mm. And you're gonna, yeah, give them a keyword so like they'll say it to you when they see you next. So they you know they like actually listen this yeah far. yeah butterscotch tell me butterscotch whenever i see all at family dinner <laughs> and um, you're, you're gonna be waiting is there anything you guys want to tell me yeah it was, it was a good episode mm. <laughs> um, and lastly i need to shout out um laura dehart and emma armstrong y'all mm. told me about this podcast at michael weasel's birthday party a couple weeks back and y'all y'all don't even know what you started so y'all had, changed his life y'all had great episodes but the the best thing that y'all did was introduce me to this podcast so i really appreciate it you may have to watch out apparently you you have your eyes set on their titles because i think they're ranked right now is the second and fifth most listened to episode and you're trying to take those spots aren't you i'm trying to break 100 alex with this episode mm. you'll be the first uh triple digit so I welcome it. That makes me look better. <laughs> so I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that one listener in Singapore, is it? Yeah, there's, there has to be at least one person because I'm not last place in the music comment, commentary podcast rankings in Singapore. Therefore, <laughs> someone has listened to my podcast at least once in Singapore. I love that. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate and it. Thank you for coming on. You're yeah. a great host. And I'm, I'm very thankful that you understand the importance of this project some people are like haha funny we're writing songs no if you if you want to joke go to a comedy club this is mm. not what this is boom 
We are scientists. We are doing science here. Yeah, you can't see us, but we're actually wearing our lab jackets. Mm-hmm. And this is being recorded at Pennington Biomedical Research Center, right? And we're wearing safety goggles in case, you know, we do have some hazardous songs <laughs> that come through. Because, you you know, you have to put yourself at risk when you do these experiments. Yeah, I mean, that state champ song almost burned me chemically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm glad you had those gloves on and all. I guess, oh, gosh. Yeah. We, was that, we could have, we had, that was a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> All right. Do you have any final comments before we wrap this episode up? Um, just thankful for you. Thankful for this project and thankful for Father Andrew and Father Josh at Absolutely. C2K. And hopefully we get you back on in a future episode. Yeah, I'd love to, love to be back. Absolutely. So, yes, thank you, Matt, for joining. And thank you all for listening. And thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. Go check him out. Um, he has a solo song called Constellations. You can find it on Spotify. He's also in a new group called The Dwell. They're a praise and worship group. So if you like that type of stuff, go check them out. I don't think they've released anything just yet. But um, sadly, the Late Nights have played their last concert. Oh, tough. So I don't think I can really be saying go check out the Late Nights. But um, they're a great group. So um, I guess for the last time, I'll say go check out their EP, Sorry We're Late, on Spotify. Um, it kind of hurts to say, doesn't it? Tough. Kind of sad. But everything, you know, everything has to come to an end. And um, yeah. Go check out Andrew Ferguson. And thank you, Josh Ardwin, too, for, for yeah. being a part of the theme song as well. Yes. Um, if you have any song requests, please send them my way to man it's a hot one at outlook.com. And that is man it's a hot one at outlook. Tough. Outlook.com. In case anyone has a problem with that, I'll say it one more time. <laughs> man it's a hot one at outlook.com. Yeah. <laughs> you have a problem with that? Or? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you put your hot ones and forget about in the email as well. Matt's welcoming it. He says, let, let him at me. Challenger's welcome. Yeah, exactly. And um, after you send emails about a good bit of people, Emma, Laura, Colton, I think you could expect the favor to be returned. I and don't so. expect it to be pleasant either. <laughs> <laughs> um, hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music. As I answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? We're going to have a returner and a new guest on an upcoming episode for next week. So I can't say who it is yet. But be prepared. I think it's going to be a good one. So, thank you, Matt, for joining. And I like to end this episode, like I like to end every episode, by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from a user named Earl Chi, who says, <clears throat> yes. Mm. Yeah. Snaps for that. And it wasn't replying to anything either. It was <laughs> just there. Man. There, there are probably some really good comments in that music video. You chose oh, it's that fun. one. It's, it's fun, man. You just kind of go in and you're... It's the, the wild west of YouTube comments. Because everyone's like, who... Like this comment if this brought you here. It's always the most random thing. <laughs> if season season 12, episode 3 of Scrubs... Yeah, the, exactly. The fourth scene brought you here. <laughs> it's, it's, and then half the people are like, Man, I was born in 93, and this song makes my childhood. And you're like, right on, man. I was too, but right on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Matt, once again, and thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than It's Moved by Santana, and I'll see you all next time.